Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Loveline with neo-feminist entrepreneur and talk show host Amber Rose. I'm going to be talking about sex, relationships, and self-confidence. Everything from sexual curiosity to self-empowerment. Amber is joined by certified sex therapist Dr. Chris Donahue. I'll be talking about my own personal experiences and answering intimate questions from fans. This is Loveline with Amber Rose. Hey, you're listening to Love Line with Amber Rose and Dr. Chris. What's up, Dr. Chris? Hey, what's going on? How was your week? It was really good. I actually, <laughs> I was driving here. I was, mm-hmm. I was thinking, like, I haven't seen you in a week. And I was like, what have I done over the course of the week? And I was, I think I had sex about 25 times. Really? Yeah, I'm on like a three times a day. Fuck, good for <clears> you, bro. I'm in love and like... We were, we were just going for it, and I was adding it up, and it's at least about at least about three times a day. Damn, son. In a week, so we're hitting like 25. Cream pies? Everything. Damn. Jealous. <laughs> I, put up a meme, I put up a meme the other night, and I was like, uh, um, everybody's, out, everybody's out there getting fingered and making bad decisions, and I'm home like this, and it was like a pug, like... Just in the bed, was like wrapped up in a blanket and shit. And I'm like, watching I get, Shark Tank. It, oh my god! I'm like a fucking old lady. This is horrible. I saw you post that. Yeah. And then all I think is, Amber's gotta get back in the dating scene. I want to get fingered. They guys want to finger you. Yeah. Girls too. Yeah. Yeah. The phone lines are gonna blow up. Which, by the way, not to derail the conversation. Yeah. Just to clarify, because people keep getting very confused. You can call our show anytime. Yeah, any time of the day, night, four o'clock in the morning, call the show, leave a message, and then we call you back. Yes, and our dear, lovable producer, Anne, is going to call you back. Yeah, you don't have to only call when you think it is we're live. Yeah. It's, 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 we have it all. Call, up. call anytime. So, um, so, so you got a DM about like an app, right? Right. So I got on the app. <laughs> Wait, and shout out. I don't remember who it was, but uh, someone DM'd me and said, tell Amber to go on this app. It's yeah. for like famous people. Yeah. So I get on the app. And so you have to like, you have to like put in, um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, you have to put in, uh, you have to sign in to your Instagram through the app. Okay. So they have to verify like you are really you. And um, so I get on the app and it's like, it's cool. It's not like, not everyone is famous on the app, but it's like, you know, um, artists, like graffiti artists, directors, producers, uh, authors, people that are just in the entertainment business, you know, in any type of way. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect for you. Yes. It was cool. So it was like a whole little, you know, network of like, really cool people that I'll probably never meet just being out in LA. Um, and so, um, yeah, it was cool. And so obviously I get on there and my shit blows the fuck <laughs> up. Duh. Blows <laughs> up. So me, you know, I'm so like, I, I look on like the guy's profile and stuff like that. And I'm like, do they know who I am mm. or do they just think I'm hot? I don't know. Can they, can they, do they have access to your Instagram from yeah. your profile? Yes. Okay. So I, I can, I, it must be interesting to see what they think if they don't know who you are right. upon going on your page. Yeah. So, yeah. So it was like, uh, like literally 25 guys at least. I'm li- just like talking to them through the app. And uh, I mean, nothing serious, but just like, you know, hey, how are you? Oh, cool. You do that. Yeah. Boom, 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 whatever. <laughs> um, and it's cool. And so um, I went out on a date. I did go out on a date and he was really nice mm. and it was cool. I'm not impressed by those words. No, I mean, listen, I want to I want to go on a lot of dates. 
I want to weigh out my options. So, but yes, the guy was like really, really nice and he was really cool and he was super handsome. Um, and it was cool. So maybe I'll see him again. Maybe I won't. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. So mother's back in the game. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. But you know what? I mean, I know like I really just don't want to have sex right now. I don't know why. Like I'm just not inspired. You know how I am, Chris. Yeah. I just, I need to feel love. I need to feel the passion. It needs to be like, we're going somewhere with this. But just, I really just don't want to have casual sex. I'm not really into it. Awesome. Maybe I want to get fingered every now and then. But like, as far as like full on sex, it's just, I don't really want it. Be where you are. That's that's being sexually healthy is having it when you want it. Not when you don't. Not feeling bad about it. I don't, but body. yeah, I don't feel bad about it. Good. And I think, I feel like we, we spoke about this before that, you know, society kind of like shames you if you're single, right? They're like, what's wrong with you? Why are you single? Why can't you keep a man yeah. or, you know, or why aren't you sexual? Why aren't you sexual? As yeah. If you're dating or in a relationship, you, you have to be in, you know, it opens the door for the understanding that not everyone is actually even sexual ever. Sometimes true. That's Some people true. don't really have a sexual drive and that's okay. But I love, I love that you say that. Cause I think a lot of people assume that you operate from a sexual erotic place always at all times with everyone, with everything. And it's like, yeah, no, it's no. not my vibe. No. Bro. And even if you're really leading, I love this idea of erotic, erotic capital, which is like whatever eroticism you have or whatever power you can derive from it, you're comfortable utilizing the ways you want to, but it goes back to the whole thing. Just because you might dress sexy, look sexy, assume nothing yeah i mean we've said this a million times that people think i literally have orgies and all kinds of crazy sex parties and like take shots like light them on fire and like do this crazy (laughs) shit but like i really i'm like i i'm really not a big drinker i don't do drugs you don't need it we so me and you actually went out out for the first time (laughs) yeah like last week and it was really funny to watch you because like you don't when we got to the club, you were just like doing your thing. Yeah. I don't know how many drinks you had at all, but you were just like ba- doing your bounce. <laughs> like, yeah. My I little two step, yeah, you know, it was adorable. And you were just kind of like, I'm just doing my thing. Yeah. It was cute. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Fun. But I don't like, you know, I, I don't smoke weed. Right. Um, I've never done drugs. I'm not a big drinker. I'm not, I'm very confident in my sexuality, but at the same time, I don't like to have a lot of sex. Unless I'm in a relationship. Yeah. I'm just that type of girl. So like going out on dates is cool, but if it's not there, like the like the super intense chemistry and passion, I don't know, man. If it's not there, it's not there. I don't really like force it. It's just how it is. It's beautiful. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Can I read you something? Yeah. So my good friend, Julie, uh, Julie Murray, she does makeup. She listens to us all the time. And I'm always really complimented when friends listen to the show. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, some people, I don't know, not everyone supports their friend's work. Yeah, no, for sure. To tune in is a big deal, for sure. So she texted me this other day and she was like, uh, I was listening to your podcast, the one with Tra- uh, Travis Barker, and I heard Amber ask if her eyebrows were crooked. And she said, let her know uh, that eyebrows are sisters and not supposed to be twins and that mm. her makeup always looks amazing and she should never stress. Mm, excuse you, But Julie. apparently eyebrows aren't supposed to be symmetrical. <laughs> Listen, that's why sisters, we draw them on. <laughs> So they can be perfect <laughs> twins, identical twins. And that's why, because they were drawn on at right. the time. And I was like... Who drew them on? You? I don't mm, I don't know. Okay, I don't, I don't remember. remember that day. Yeah. But, um, you know, sometimes you, you, you fill them in yeah. and you're just like, fuck, they're like crooked. <laughs> I just felt like they were Which crooked. Which changes your expression, right? It gives you a permanent facial expression. It was like, I look like the rock, like, you know? <laughs> Um, <laughs> oh, that's so good. I, oh, that's so good. Yeah. So, um, but I feel like I was looking into like, I think it was Facebook live at the time. It had to have been. And yeah. I was like looking at myself in the, in the, in the, um, video and I was just looking and I was like, my fucking eyebrows are crooked. This is ridiculous. I don't even think to look at something like that on someone. Yeah. Like of all the things I would zero in on, that would not have been it, but Hey, but you know, you'll critique yourself. For sure. More, yeah. And again, when we go live, people are nice enough to tell me things like, Chris, you are you look sweaty and wet. What? Yeah, you have a shiny forehead. And I'm like, 
cool. Thanks. My thanks, fucking thanks forehead looks like a bowling thanks ball. Thanks for writing in. <laughs> God bless us. Listen, that's when you know oh. it's clean, okay? <clears throat> yeah, right? You better know it. So, um, <clears throat> I think we're going to... Oh, let's talk about this for a second. Let's talk about who the upcoming guests are. Okay, yeah? so... Um, we're t- yeah, fuck it. Let's just put it out there because we have guests coming up soon. Um, we have Moby coming. Who I've been a fan of since high school. Oh, really? Uh, maybe college. He was an integral part. I went to college at NYU in New York mm-hmm. and was very much into the club scene and electronic dance music. And that guy was like the god. Really? Oh, yeah. He was one of like the forefathers of electronic dance music. That's fucking nuts. He would just I- sit in his basement and make this shit on his keyboard and... That's interesting. I mean, you know, I grew up in Philly, so I grew up in a very soulful city. Yeah. Although we did have EDM there, um, it was more like hip hop and yeah, you know, and and soulful music. But um, I actually heard about Moby when Eminem and they, they kind of like had that back and forth situation. Um, I don't even know what happened. Maybe we'll ask him when yeah, he's on the I show. I don't remember. I don't know if he wants to talk either. about it. It was so long ago. <clears throat> but um, um, and also RuPaul. My dear friend, Rue. That man is so smart. Yeah, so smart. I read articles that he's in, and I'm really specific about who I'll read uh, getting interviewed, and I just love listening to the way he sees the world, so I'm really I'm really interested to get in some conversations with that guy. Yeah, for sure. Um, Steve Wilco. <laughs> Are you ready so, to rumble? <laughs> so, I've seen... Um, I see. I seen this on like the calendar, and that Steve Wilkos. You, do you know Steve Wilkos? Yes. Are we talking about the same guy? We are. Okay, the one that was Jerry Springer's yes. security. Correct. That now is his own show. Now he has his own show. Um, very interesting, to <laughs> yes, say the least. They go there. They fucking go there. <laughs> we thought we went there. I mean, they fucking <clears throat> go there. Like they, it, it's like. I remember watching w- one of his episodes and it was like um it was like a guy who was just like look i can't help that i'm in love with my sister and we're gonna get married and you know whoever doesn't like it like i don't care and then she was like well i love my cousin and you know i don't want to be with you and like they were they were all related it's america America is this a, what America is? America. Well, right now it's Trump. <laughs> it's Trump's America. Fuck my life. <clears throat> and Steve is literally like a human wall where his job with Jerry Springer was to physically block yeah. people and be, you know, he's got a story. <clears throat> I you know what I really want to ask him? What? I remember back in the day, I don't know if you remember this, but um I feel like there was this guy that was in love with this girl on on Jerry Springer. And then the girl came out and she was like, I just want to let you know that I'm a man. And I think that I want to say either the guy killed her no, I think or he th- killed himself. It was something like I don't that. know if that's that one, but Jenny Jones okay. had a gay man come on to tell his coworker he had a crush on him. And that guy went home and killed the gay man after the show. And Jenny Jones had to go to court and all that. that. So I know that story, but I don't I, know this I one. I definitely think it was Jerry Springer had an incident like that as well. Um, Yikes. So, um, yeah, so I want to I ask him about that because um, that's serious. And and before, they used to really fight. I don't know if they can still fight on Steve Wilco's show. I don't really have time to watch daytime TV as right. much as I used to when I used to cut school. But um, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> um, but... Um, um, they used to fight so much on Jerry Springer, and yeah. then I remember then they said that they couldn't fight that much anymore. Okay. Um, and I wonder if the ratings went down. I'm just curious. I'm sure. Yeah. And who else is coming on? Uh, Titty Boy, Two Chains, Two Chains is coming. I'm so excited to interview Two Chains. Yeah, you talk about it a lot. He's so he's just you know he's one of my favorite artists that are out right now because he's super clever, and like the things that he says in his music, you're just like mind blown like just you're just like wow that's so like poetic and fucking cool like he's just really fucking cool he's an artist he's definitely an artist and he's been in the game for so long and he's finally just getting the recognition that he deserves and i'm really happy for him so i'm super excited to ask him like sex and relationship questions (laughs) as well of course um (laughs) and then t-boz of tlc fame yeah 
Fuck I yeah. grew up on that stuff. And I was telling Amber when I found out she was coming on, and I'll share this with T-Boz, that uh, long story short, while drunken in high school at a party, gave someone a T-Boz haircut. That's fucking so cool. It's epic. <laughs> it's pretty epic. I wish you had a picture of like... I'll, you know what? I still am in contact with this girl. Yeah. I'll hit her up and uh, see if she has a picture of it. I mean, how amazing would that be to bring in for T-Boz? That would be so fucking cool. That would be so sick. We'll work on it. So that's all we have because we're just a low budget yeah. fucking podcast and we can't get a lot of guests. But I think they're really good guests. Yes. If only Amber was famouser, even though she has <laughs> more Instagram, even though she has more Instagram followers than <laughs> Michelle Obama and Madonna, we still need you to be famouser. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, I can't get a fucking guest here if for shit. Only you had a TV show. <laughs> right. Okay. You never know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Welcome back to Love Line with Amber okay, so, Oh, we have a caller. Yes. Hi, Casey. You're on with me and Hello? Dr. Chris. Hey, Casey. <laughs> Hi. Hi, guys. What's going on, babe? What's your um, question? Yeah, um, my question was how to... As obviously the female body can achieve multiple orgasms, what are do you guys have some advice as how to do that? Um, throughout my like, sexual life, I've only been able to. I've actually been able to do it maybe three times within my entire life, um, and it's a very very difficult thing for me to do. So I didn't know if you guys had any advice on that. Three times you were able to have multiple orgasms, or you were able to orgasm three? Oh times? no, yeah. Basically, multiple orgasms within three times in my entire okay. sexual. Okay, listen. There's women that never had an orgasm, and they're like in their late 40s. Yeah, period. No and they're still period. fucking <laughs> waiting to have one orgasm. Um, I think you're extremely lucky because for me, I, I can't have orgasms like that. Either like Amber saying you're greedy, Casey. You're fucking greedy. You're <laughs> calling up on I, our I, I show, figured. complaining about only having three in a row. It's like how oh, do I I'm, five? I'm always wet all the time. Why am I always wet? Like what? Oh, I love it, Casey. I mean, here's the thing. Like uh, here, let me give you the annoying <clears throat> doctor answer. I get nervous right. about answering questions like this because it implies that things aren't the way they should be and I don't want you to turn sex into this goal-oriented thing where it goes from just enjoying yourself to counting how many and trying to get there. And the answer to how to actually get there is also just about relaxing and letting your arousal level get as high as it can and not trying anything. Well, one of the things I noticed, I was like, right after I go, my sexual drive drops immensely like I'm like okay I'm done I don't want to do this anymore but obviously I, I continued so my partner can, <laughs> can Why? guys don't do that for us <laughs> and my response is going to be how loving of you good job whatever <laughs> Amber's angered <laughs> it's like oh guys come and then it's like I want more I yeah. want to still fuck like can you get it up again let but me tell you something and listen guys and girls and everyone the number one sign that you are a good partner and you care is that you stick around after you come to make sure that the person you're having sex with is, you know, happy as well. Do you guys hear that out there listening right now? Uh, do that. Yeah. Use your fingers, use your mouth, do something else yeah. after you come. It's not over for us. No, and what you do after you come <laughs> tells your partner everything. Yeah. Right? Ugh. Don't just roll over and start snoring and scratching your balls. <laughs> it's rude. Or me, I roll over and I put back on investigation discovery. <laughs> <laughs> investigate <laughs> sorry i'm says shark tank is my go-to but you know <laughs> that's there as well uh so casey basically you're greedy you're greedy <laughs> be bitch. happy with what your I... body's giving you you're in a good space um you know i would say also are, are is it usually cl clitoral stimulation that gets you orgasming what kind of orgasm well i can i i can actually go either way oh my god uh, I all, mean, hang up. <laughs> just go go fucking lay down and like seriously uh, i can't you're making a lot of people jealous you know how hard it is to come from penetration i mean it's like ugh, you're so lucky i'm so jealous. you're you have a happy partner five years that you're married to so babe pops. there's nothing wrong with you fucking go have a blast when you get off the phone bless and goodbye yeah have an <laughs> orgasm for me please <laughs> all right thanks Kate. bye
Thanks, guys. Bye. That was beautiful. What? I know. Yes. I mean, you are where you are, and wherever you are, we want a little bit more and a little different. And so, for someone that orgasm is as beautifully as she does, you know, her working on it is multiple. I know. She's like, um, yeah, I can, you know, I can sit on a chair and orgasm. No big deal. <laughs> what? I can't believe she called in with that question. We I'm love you, Casey. We love you. No. <laughs> but Amber hates you at the same time. <laughs> It was amazing. Bless. Um, All right. So we have actually a lot of interesting stories here. Okay. Um, This one was really powerful for me. And I, and I, I use this as a warning to a lot of people. So Rose McGowan, Mm -hmm. she's an actress. Um, She is vocalizing in the media, the problem around sex tapes because a couple celebrities recently had their phones hacked and sex tapes leaking. And she's trying to just shut that shit down because it's still on the rise. People releasing videos and pictures that they yeah, don't own. Yeah, it's fucked own. up. Yeah, it's fucked up. Yeah, it's abusive. So what is she doing? Well, I mean, what what she directly is doing is she's kind of attacking back and bringing visibility to it. And she she doesn't say this, but I have been. I put this on one of my social media. Um, I, I never know what's going on social media, but on one of them, you know, Twitter, Facebook or something, I was pointing out to people that FYI, if someone sends you pictures or video, mm-hmm. okay? Yeah. It doesn't matter that they sent them to you. It doesn't matter <clears throat> how you got them, what they said. You don't own them. And here's the key word. Unless the person who's in the picture or video gives you consent yes. to post them, if you post them or share them, it is falling under revenge porn laws mm. and you can get jail time and a fine mm. as you should. Okay. So you cannot say, oh, well, she or he sent them to me. So therefore, I have a right to post them wherever I want or share them. Yeah. They do not legally belong to you. You need consent and they fall into revenge porn. And that's what it is if you post them or share them. I love that that's a law now. Yes. It's in, I think, eight states, which is great because before it it was in the state of California. It is. Yes. How about New York? I don't know. Okay. It's, I think it's more the West Coast states. But um, it's a beautiful thing. It's setting precedents where, yeah. And so if someone does that, please press charges. Yes. Fuck yeah, press charges. You know, it also, it's upsetting to me because, you know, there's something beautiful when you're dating someone Mm -hmm. and you're not around them or they're at work or they're traveling to be sexual by sending messages and pictures. And I don't want that taken away. You know, what's crazy. Um, I don't know if I told you this before, but there was one time... um, I, uh, my husband was on tour and I sent him like, you know, some like sexy pictures and like my boobs were out and I was like looking all cute and sexy and shit. Um, and, uh, and I sent it to him and then it was on the internet the next day. And how did you feel? So wait, it was on the internet, but this is my husband at the time. And I'm like, so he, he texted me in the morning. He was like, did you send these pictures to anybody else? And I was like, babe, of course not. What do you mean? He's like, they're all over the internet. You sent them in an email last night to me because he was overseas. So the text, it was just whatever. He's like, send me via email. Come to find out, I didn't even realize my email was hacked. The time when I sent it out. So they, someone hacked it and it was all over the internet the next day. And I was like, if I can't send a picture to my husband, right. I'm fucking nervous. So since then, I don't send any pictures at all. Which I respect. All. It's, I mean, it's it's the smart thing right now with people getting hacked. But and a lot of people would say, well, you know, you shouldn't send them. Or, or of course don't send. Them. But like honestly, sexting is a part of courtship yeah. in the 21st century. And I think it's important. I love people using sex as a resource to stay close and connected. And so what I don't want to do is say, don't do it. I want to say to the people that are misusing them, yeah. stop misusing them. Right. And I'm glad that there's now laws, revenge porn laws, mm-hmm. that you can prosecute someone. Right. Because that's sexually abusive. You, Amber, should not, nor should anyone else, have to have anything private that you don't want publicly seen, publicly seen. Yeah. And I don't want you or anyone else shamed as though, well, you shouldn't have showed your boobs. What did you expect? I expected my rights and my privacy to be honored. We live in a social media age where, you know, I remember like 
having like little because my father was in the army so i would have like my little boyfriend that either lived in philly or lived in colorado at the time and i would have to get a disposable camera go get the one hour photo oh man develop it and then send him a picture in the fucking mail yeah in the mail and had to wait for a response or like maybe a phone call that he got it you know so now we have facetime it's just a text message away and you know it's it's so easy so i just first of all i just want to say like for men and women out there when you receive a picture do not put it out even if you guys aren't together anymore even if he fucked your friend or she fucked your friend or whatever the fuck happened don't be petty and do that to someone move on with your life totally and just be fucking happy. And let me let me and let me just take another step further. If you are friends with or know someone who is being petty because they got broken up with and they're promoting these pictures, that is a sign that they're not a really healthy, great person. And I don't think you should be friends with them or date them anyway. I agree. All right. Well, we got Andrew on the phone. Let's see what he's up to. Hey, Andrew. Hello. Hi. You're on with me and Dr. Chris. What's going on? Hey guys. Thanks for having me. Not for sure. What's your question? Um, my questions in regards to, uh, my girlfriend and I, uh, we're very much in love, uh, we're a young couple and, uh, we're both attractive, um, and that, that transitions into a wonderful sex life. Like, honestly, she's a woman where I could have missionary sex with for the next 65 years and just oh, wow. be incredibly happy <laughs> with it. That's awesome. But I also, like, know that I, if we're going to be monogamous and I'm going to be her one partner, like, I want to be able to offer her anything and everything that she wants and needs. Wait, stop there. Can so, you, like, replay that quote? That was such a beautifully loving, compassionate awesome. way to say what you just said. Man, that was beautiful, Yo, Andrew. What's your, what's your number, Andrew? Well done. He's in Chicago. Oh, what's your number? I'm going to see you real quick. <laughs> I mean, no, she but... gets a little possessive, so, I mean. That, that's Uh-oh, Amber, she's going to come for you. <laughs> what's her name? Amber's going to be on the lookout. <laughs> no, so so go ahead. So so, so what do you want, what do you want I, to do? But, like, so we have this sex life that we're both very proud of, and... Um, but I also am a common, I, I am a rational thinker. So I understand that evolution only went so far as making sex really, really awesome for men and maybe not so awesome all the time for women. Like there was just an evolutionary goal there for me to finish every single time and really enjoy it so that I could go and do that. And mm-hmm. I don't think that happened for women. It does not. So I want to bring toys into the relationship to give her like this um, sexual freedom that I have. Damn. And Andrew. I want to do it in a way where yeah, it's like, listen, I'm not yo, saying, How do we duplicate you? Come and because... holler at a real one. Come over here. Jeez. You're Mom, killing me. I might have to fly you out. Yeah, because right now you're framing all this as like, I just want my girlfriend to be happy and pleasured and loved. Yeah. And that's what my whole question's about. I'm like blown away. No, it's, it's really, really great. Um, I, I mean, I think it's, as simple as just asking her if she wants to try, you know, toys and, you know, if she's, if she's happy with the sex life. Well, right. So Andrew, you're saying that like, you're, you're not, you don't want to bring in toys for you. You are happy with what's going on. You're just saying, I'm thinking it might make her happier if I brought something in for her. Well, you're so. saying that he doesn't want her to, to get bored with him. Is that what it is, Andrew? Well, it's, it's, I've, I, we've had brought toys in, but she's also, she's very shy. Like she doesn't want to go to the store. She doesn't want to like look at the selection. She just wants me to do all the decision making. And I'm just a simple guy. I can't make those decisions. Yes, I, of I, course yes, you can. What he for lunch. <laughs> yes, you can. I mean, it's, again, she, you know, I love what's happening here. So <clears throat> she's saying whatever is arousing to you, I'm comfortable having you bring back and we'll incorporate into what we're doing. So I'd say for you, you go to the store and whatever turns you on um, or whatever you've seen on these online sites like Adam and Eve, you know, whatever's turned you on, purchase that because it sounds like she might be, she might have what we call more of a receptive sexuality, which is some people get turned on when they see their partner turned on. Mm. And as long as their partner's aroused by something, that arousal then makes them get amped up. And so it might be as easy as that. So try that, go with that. Whatever seems hot to you, whether it's like, you know, straps to strap her down or some kind of like anal vaginal double penetrator or nipple clamps, whatever it is. Amber's nodding her head. She's like, yes, yes, that's what's up. Get that, get that. And there's so many toys out there these days. 
you can you never got to get bored but um feel confident in what she's asking in that way go do it okay i was just worried that she would take it as um i'm not happy you know like because i really am unbelievable well, I, happy. I think just, you can hear it through my voice yeah totally. i mean t- first of all tell her to listen to the podcast and then um also be like babe you know i just want to make sure that you're fulfilled sexually because like you told us in the beginning you come every time most women don't come every time you know so just ask her if she wants to you know try new things and go out and just get her a bunch of gifts and and her looking at you standing there all excited rock hard holding that toy in your hand coming at her smiling she is not gonna doubt what's what's i'm fucking horny now i can't deal with these (laughs) questions today Jesus oh, Christ. Andrew, you're a good I made Amber okay you are. Today. Well, listen, that's, that's great. Try this and then call us back and let us know what you got and how it went. All right. We want to follow. Andrew. All right, man, you be well. Thank you. Man, these questions, right? What the fuck, bro? <laughs> that's making you feel bad. I'm like, I'm sitting here and I'm just like horny as fuck because this is just unfair. Um, okay. So. <laughs> Okay, so we talked about that. God um, bless him. I know. What a good guy. I love the way he was framing everything. This dude cares. Quote that man. He can have missionary for 65 years. I mean. I mean, I'm going to challenge that idea, but I'm going to go with the fantasy. Yeah. They'll, they'll be broken up in six months. <laughs> but I like the Just idea. Kidding. It's a romantic notion. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice. So look at this photo in front of us. So we're looking at a picture of a, um, a man with a sex robot. Yes. What is he doing? Putting his finger in her mouth. <laughs> That's a little disturbing, that shot. Uh, it's like, it looks like he's saying, bitch, shut the fuck up. That is what I thought, too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know if he's, if he's like tickling her lips, but it looks more like he's putting her in her place. And she's a robot, so. Wow. What's he like with, you know. But the whole story's about, basically, um, there are now engineered sex robots that need to be romanced first. They like kissing and hugging. Yeah. Interesting. They're not ready just to go right for it. Wow. Yeah. You know, I listen. I don't necessarily think that's weird. Right. I don't think it's weird. I think that, um, I think, I think it it gets kind of different when you like fall in love with it and like, it's like a, you know, like a full on relationship, but I think you can kind of just use it as like a sex toy. Well, the thing is that's, that's pretty true to form is her name is Samantha. Uh, she responds to the G spot. Mm. So she's not going to act like she just likes it anywhere. Um, you got to do a little work. Yeah. Right? That's sick. Right? It's teaching guys. So when I hear robot, I, I think of like metal. Oh, Is no. this she's like a, all rubber. She's all rubber. She's a rubber <laughs> robot. Does she have batteries? Does it like vibrate inside her vagina? I don't know. <laughs> I think we need to look. Oh, wait. Um. Oh, he's selling Samantha. So uh, apparently he's unhappy with the relationship. Yikes. And uh, and there's a website. How do you, how do you pronounce that? I don't know. 5,000 bucks for this. Is that high or is that low? I can't really figure that out. 5,000. I mean, I guess if it's like super realistic. Wait, listen to maybe? this though. The video that's on the website, it shows the doll expressing both affection and fear of rejection before getting aroused enough to ask for an Ed Sheeran song on Pandora. That's a what? whole lot, a lot, a the lot of. Fuck? So she has a Bluetooth <laughs> inside of her. She knows the kind of music she likes. Wow. <laughs> Does she play it though? That's the real question. That's that's where the five thousand comes she in. She better play it. Damn, son. All right. Well, we have a uh, Chris on the line. Hey, Chris. Hey, Chris. Hey, member. How you doing? Hi, honey. You're here with me and Doctor Chris. What's hey. going on? Hey, Dr. Chris, how you doing? Sir? Good. What's going good, on? Good. No, you... man, just a quick question. Well, first of all, um, uh, I appreciate both you guys for taking my call, and uh, I appreciate you guys, what you guys do, first of all. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. Um, basically, my question is, you guys, um, uh, me and my wife, we've been together about nine years, married for about six. We have three beautiful children together, and basically, I'm, I'm just looking for her to just do one thing on me, and... Uh, Go down on me, but she refuses to do it. <laughs> really? Refuses, yeah. as in, I will not do that. Pretty much. <laughs> wow. After nine years of marriage, so she does, she never gives you head, ever? Uh, 
Yeah, I'm like we. I, I bring up the topic, and she kind of just uh, brushes it off, or she'll come up with a. Her famous quote is, "We'll see. I'll, I'll think about it." I'm like, ah, can you think harder, maybe? <laughs> Damn. So is yeah. sex is sad. sex feeling great? Otherwise, or, or do you feel like? Sexuality? Oh yeah, it, okay. it's amazing. Um, it's amazing. But you know, we are both busy with our children. You know, our our kids are very active in sports and you know, um, school and everything. We're busy parents. Do you give her head? All the time. <laughs> mm, so she, so she values oral. <laughs> she values it's some good head. Um, uh, I kind of came to conclusion. Um, I came. I kind of came to conclusion. Uh, we have three kids. Well, my the oldest, she's ten. Um, sh- uh, she's biologically not mine. So maybe I'm guessing is maybe she had a bad experience one time with giving That's head. What I, yeah. Did she That's tell you I, that? No, she didn't, but I'm kind of just guessing. Maybe, you know, it was one time with, you know, my daughter's father, maybe. Um, Look, this is where it gets tough because yeah. I always tell people I would never support someone pressuring someone to do something sexually that they've said they're not interested in. Oh, of course. In, right? Yeah, yeah. But having said that, I also try to remind the other partner who's saying no to things. If you're with someone that you care about and you feel safe with them, when they yeah. request something sexual with you, they're saying, I want to have deeper intimacy with you. I want to be closer to you. I want to honor our monogamy and I want to be able to within the comfort of that commitment, explore all parts of my sexuality and I don't necessarily want to be limited. And so I'd want them to do something if it's safe, you know, so I would say you got to ask some more questions. I mean, just in service of building intimacy in general, I'd want to know what about going down. And then how, like, how are you doing it? Are you grabbing her head in the middle of a movie and like kind of pushing it down there? Because that's not really going to work. But like, like, you know, I'm sorry. When we're intimate, I kind of like, you know, put her head or hand down there and kind of like see where it goes. But then she kind of just like jerks away and we'll continue with our intimacy. Mm. You guys gotta have talks. I love yeah. couples actually really having an honest talk. I think you need to yeah. just really sit her down and be like, "Babe, is there something wrong? Like, you know, I want to be closer to you. I love when you, you know, give me head. It just, I just, you know, you're my wife. You don't have to feel any type of way about it. And see what she says. Right, right. Maybe she'll open right. up to you. Yeah, maybe a, a, a real serious, intimate talk. Maybe. Yeah, for sure. I think so. Yeah, because her answer might help you feel more comfortable not having it happen if it's triggering something for her or quite the opposite. But um, if you're going to be monogamous and committed, her sexual limits become yours. Yeah, of course. And, and like I said, I mean, I, you know, go down on her all the time. And, uh, I, you know, I would like the same thing in return. I mean, I'm not, I'm not Fair. I don't want to pressure her because she is my wife. She is beautiful and I love her to death. And I just don't want things to be awkward, you know? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't think that would be awkward if you just tell her that you want that. Just don't say it in like, like, yo, why are you ain't giving me head? <laughs> you know, just gonna kind of be nice about it, and maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe yeah. something did happen. I don't, I don't know, but that's what I, that's, that's what I was thinking myself. Maybe some people uh, think it's just know. straight up dirty as well. Some people think it's gross. Yeah. Some people think that's something you don't do with someone you're married to. Or I think it's quite the opposite. The more your commitment, the more you should be open to. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Well. Good right. luck. Hit us up and let us know how it yeah, goes. Yeah, for sure. Good luck, Chris. Thank you very much, guys. Appreciate yeah, for it. for sure. Would you, I mean, <laughs> has that ever come up in your life? Have you ever dated someone where they had a, a strict no policy to something sexual that you were into? No. Yeah, I haven't either. I think because I assessed that early on. Yeah. <laughs> and I love giving head. You do. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. I love giving head. Yeah, you give good head instructions, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> When did I give you head instructions? No, I, I've heard you on the show talking about how you're like, you want to get the eyes tear and you really got to get in there using the saliva. I mean, like you're... Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah you got to yeah, yeah. gag on it a little bit. T- totally. Two hands, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> bobbing and weaving. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. No, for sure. But, but just like you said with the last caller yeah. before him, um, how like sometimes it uh, turns women on to, to see other, you know, their partner aroused yeah. that's how i am so i'd much rather give head than get it although i getting head is like whatever yeah but giving head it's just i don't know i get turned on more by watching them like squirm for sure if someone's doing yeah. something sexually that they're not turned on by i'm turned off right 
So, Me too. Like that feedback loop. Uh, what's up? For sure. What's up, Anne? Oh, try tripod Ooh. promo. Do you remember we talked last week about the whole tripod hashtag tripod? Do we do we want to take a caller right now, um, Anne? Okay. So we talked about this last week. Um, right now, <clears throat> hashtag tripod t r y p o d. It's a way to get people turned on to some of the podcasts that you love, like Loveline. Yeah. So you hashtag tripod, T-R-Y-P-O-D, and then hashtag or at Loveline. Kind of get the word out there. Bring yeah. a little sex positivity and some uh, feminism course. into people's lives. So if you're a fan of the show, uh, hit up your family members, friends, turn them on in the tripod. Yeah, for sure. Make sure you hashtag us and um, at us so we can see it as well. Awesome. Um, we have Jordan on the line. Hey, Jordan. Hey, guys. How are you? Hi, honey. You're on with me and Dr. Chris. What's up? Hi. Hey. Oh, my gosh, Amber. I've loved you for like 10 years now. And Dr. Chris, I just, I love how <laughs> spiritual your Instagram is. Everybody needs to follow you. It's Aww, so great. Thank you. Thank I've, you. I've only been famous for seven, but thank you. <laughs> 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 no, it's all good, babe. What, um, what's your question? How can we help you? Um, I just know that you guys are trying to kind of defy the heteronormative ideals. And um, I just kind of had like a rough breakup situation. And I don't know. What do you guys think of the concept of he's not just or he's just not that into you? I mean, they wrote books on it. There was a movie. And I don't know. I was an English major. And I just love the concept that men are deep, emotional creatures. And I just don't want to think that that's a universal thing and a simplification of the male mind. So, so what can you give us an example of what happened? Yeah, so I was just like seeing this guy for about three months and we were vibing and then everything was good, chemistry was good. It was the first person in my life, like in my twenty nine years where I actually felt like we had a real connection. And then but he did the whole thing in the beginning, oh well, um, you know, I'm not really into having a relationship right now. And I never thought I would be that girl where I would be like, oh, well, maybe I can change him. And then he um, kind of abruptly, um, he went on a trip with another girl, actually, and I found out after the fact. And I don't know, it just, like, gutted me. But I I walked away because I was just not in, in a situation where I thought that I could helpfully just kind of stay in it. Yeah. Good. And so tie that into the book. What would, what would the book have said about that situation? Yeah, I guess, I don't know. Probably. I don't don't think she's talking um, necessarily about the book. She's just saying like, like, yeah. And then all these articles. Yeah. I know what you're saying. You know, it's really fucked up. I deal with that with guys as well. So they'll be like, Mm -hmm. they'll be like, yeah, you know, it's just, I'm not really looking for a relationship. I'm like, okay, cool. That's cool. But then they'll call me all day. They'll want to take yeah. me out constantly. You know, we're yeah. like snuggling at night. Couple months go by and they're just like, yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck was all this? Like you said it in the beginning, but you never really said that it was anything else. And we spend every single day together. And now all of a sudden it's like, it's just weird because it's moving into a, a little more of a serious place. I just yeah. think it's a fucking guys nowadays. I, well, I'll say, I'll, I'll weigh in like this. I think a couple things. There's, you know, our culture tends to give us like two or three options in, in reference to what we can do with someone. Like you're friends or you're dating. Or it's serious mm-hmm. or it's not. And there's like a thousand different ways to have someone in your life. Mm-hmm. And just because time's going by and you're spending a lot of time together and they're hitting you up does not mean that they're working towards something serious, even though that might mean that for you. Right. Yeah, but it's not want to be that but, girl. But listen, but these guys nowadays, though, Chris, like, they'll take you home to meet their moms, their families. Mm-hmm. It's like, yo, and then they start saying the I love yous. And then you're like, you know, and then, and then I know how Jordan feels because she's like, she's probably dumbfounded. Like, the guy went on a vacation with another girl, right. probably did all that shit with but her. But at this whole time, they're still saying. And told saying, me after he banged me. But right wait, 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 quick question. This whole time while they're taking you on vacation and letting you meet their mom, he's also saying, but I don't want something serious? No, they only say well, it in the beginning. 
Well, you need to keep yeah. asking. Right. Yeah, <laughs> but you have to keep asking because here's the thing. Look, as we get to know someone, we're exploring levels of chemistry and compatibility and what might be there in the beginning might not be there down the road in either direction. Meaning someone in the beginning might say, I'm not wanting anything serious. But then through getting to know you, all these levels of chemistry and compatibility are uncovered and they're like, I'm in now. And the opposite can happen. We're in the yeah. beginning. It seems really great. But as you kind of go through different stages, they realize, wow, we're not compatible. Right. And I was comfortable having me look let me tell you a story <clears throat> when my mom or my dad were in town I would let them meet people I was dating even if I went on a couple dates because that's what was going on in my life and I wanted them to know right but I was not in any way promising anything because of that and I'd say that like my parents are in town I think you're really cool let's all go to dinner that implies nothing don't make meaning out of that right yeah, and I and I think yeah, but you're more men are emotional creatures though right for They're sure not simple but here's the thing yeah. Amber nailed it where we still live in a time when men are not supported and shown how to express these emotions. You know, if something scary yeah. happens downstairs, we want the dude to be all tough and go downstairs and fight the whoever broke in our house. Okay, when guys fall down, we want them to get up and just shake it off and go back on the playing field. Like there's not a lot of room in modeling for men to be sad or upset or scared. Mm -hmm. And so we can't then expect it out of the blue when we want it relationally if we don't allow it in other ways. I mean, men still get made fun of for crying. Right. Yeah. No, that's why I tell my son when he cries, I'm like, baby, it's okay. Yeah. You can, you could cry. It's all right to feel frustrated. It's all right to feel emotional and sad. I don't know. They just, they don't, they don't raise their boys different. This generation. It's changing. But I would say, I'd say this to Jordan's question, you know, my, my, my sloppy, lazy answers often, if someone's really interested in you, you really won't have to wonder or question it because yeah. they'll show big, bold signs of interest. Yeah. And if you're unsure, yeah. it's either that they're not interested or it's that you both want two different things. And it's okay or to recognize that. Yeah. themselves. Sure. Yeah. But if they're wanting something different, honor that and just say, it sounds like I want a little more commitment or closeness than you do. And so we're not compatible and yeah. move on, you know? It felt damn good to walk away, though, I have good. to say. Good and like, you. Took care my yourself. composure. Yeah. Good for you, yeah. babe. Well, good luck. You sound like a great girl. Thank you. Thanks for the question. Thank you, honey. And you're for such sure. a beautiful mother. Sebastian makes my life. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Bye. Thanks, babe. Bye. He makes my life, Bye. too. I love watching that kid. He's so <laughs> cool. Freaking Instagram videos. Oh. I'll be curious to see what, what he winds up doing with himself in the world. Yeah. Like, he's, where, a, he's, he a, he's a smart kid. He's yeah. awesome. Um. N, what the fuck, N? <laughs> what the fuck, N? All of a sudden, I'm like, what? <laughs> nah. So, what are your thoughts on Disney princesses? Are you, are you, are you, I you, never, into I that? never thought, I never thought about it. Yeah. Should I start thinking about it? I don't know. Did they ever play a role in your life? Because there's a whole thing right now going on about an article was written, um, of taking all the popular ones, what, 15 of them, and ranking them in terms of how feminist is each one. Okay, let me think back. So, okay. There's so many now. I don't even know some of these names. I want to say looking back, I feel like they were very strong women. <clears throat> nope. No? No. Most of them, their whole lives were centered around trying to get a man. Mm. Their whole life. Damn, yeah. son. She just wants deep. to wake up from her coma to get a dude. I'm running around and hating my life and I'm being abused by my mom and I sweep all day so I can get him. I mean, like it's a, a lot of it's just centered around that. Wow. I never even thought want? about that. Oh, horrible. Oh yeah. Pocahontas. Just no be pretty white. and get a man. That's their whole job. Fuck. A lot of them, their whole life. The arc of the story in these movies is often just about the man, right? The whole damn thing. Even Isn't that frozen. Wild? Sure. She's upset about all that. Isn't that the whole basis of that story? Didn't the one girl, the one sister took the other sister's man? Or am I making that up? You're making that up. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to need you to get your life together. <laughs> Come over and watch it with Bash. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, but uh, no, but I, but yeah, I guess I, I guess I see that now. That's crazy. I mean, they, they put them in an order. I mean, let me just ask you this. Do you even know some of these names? Do you know who, um, <clears throat> Esmeralda or Marita Magara? Do you know these people? Esmeralda. Yeah. Moana. I guess Moana's in the new movie called Moana, right? Oh, right. Yeah. But some of these I don't know. Anyway, the I think the way they rated it was the worst of all of them was Aurora. Which, what Disney movie was that? I don't know. Sleeping Beauty. Really? Sleeping Beauty's name is Aurora? Oh, huh. Oh. Uh, not feminist oh, at all. Oh, because she had to wait for the kids to wake up. Yeah. They said she has less autonomy than a chair. 
<laughs> because 75% of her movie, she's asleep waiting for the prince to wake her up. Mm, who's That's, the second? <clears throat> the second worst is Snow White. Pretty Third. much the same thing. Then the other one is Cinderella. Yeah. Um, and then it goes all the way down. The best is the newest one, Moana. Let me see. Let me give, give me yeah. this paper. Give me. Let me see this paper. Pocahontas. Wait, that's my girl. Hold on. Yeah. Pocahontas. Where's the other one? Oh yeah. Oh damn. Yeah. If you think about it. Yeah. Right. It's like the English like just invaded her land and. Totally. Damn. I mean, a few of them are about girls where they're like, I'm good without a man. If it happens, it happens. I'm not sure. I got other things to do with my life. Let me focus on that. Here's an hour and a half around that, you know? But they talked about Moana. I didn't see, I didn't see this. I'm not really a cartoon guy, but I think the most feminist was her and the film is called Moana, right? Do you have any idea what that movie's about? I, I didn't see it. Yeah, I didn't either, but they're giving her, I think, top billing as... Oh, Princess Jasmine. Yeah. It was all like the suitors coming, but that really wasn't her fault. No, but they, she's in the middle there. It sounds like maybe she was a little more autonomous, kind of unsure what she wanted, took care of herself. I don't know. But anyway, be careful. This, this is what some people's kids are watching and they're role modeling that and they're thinking that that's what it's the world's about. Yeah. But there's a lot of really badass books now. I didn't, th- I, I, listen, I watched fucking Disney movies my whole life. Yeah. I didn't think that I needed to be a certain way like for a man because of that. I just enjoyed the movies. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel that way at all. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Cassandra on the line. Cassandra. Or Cassandra. Yes. Hey. Is it Cassandra Hi. or Cassandra? However you want it. I, I like it Cassandra, you know, because like Cassandra, that's like weird. <laughs> or is it Cassandra? Cassandra. Actually, I have a friend, like her name's Cassandra, and I call her Cassandra, and she's like, no, it's Cassandra. I'm like, you're going to make me do that every time I say your name. Work, yeah, um, so hey, hey go- Amber, really quick. Yeah. My, I have my boss here, and he is a very big fan. Um, I He wants to see if he can say hi to you. Sure. What's his name? Okay. Hello, Ms. Rose. How are you doing? Hi. How are you? So this is, I'm, all right, I'm doing good. So this is really you? It really is me. <laughs> Okay, okay. Pleasure, pleasure. Nah, for sure. Uh, what's your name? Uh, Kevin. Well, hi, Kevin. Thanks for getting on hello, the phone. Hello, hello. Kevin, this is Dr. Chris. I'm sitting here next to her. Uh, ask Amber a question that only Amber Rose would know the answer to. Test her. Mm. Repeat, repeat that now? Ask Amber a question that only she would know the answer to, just to prove that it's really her. See, I wouldn't even know the answer to the question I'm going to ask. Oh, so you ain't even a real fan, see? <laughs> Yeah, you done got on the phone. <laughs> I'm your number one fan. We're like, prove it. You're like, I can't. <laughs> just trust I'm, me. I'm, I'm, I'm her fan from a distance. <laughs> nah, you just like my ass. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that too, but no, nah, I'm a fan. Nah, nah, thank nah you. I like, Thanks, I like Kevin. what you're doing. I like what you're doing. I like, I like how you, you know, build an empire around yourself. I do. I thank, like that. Thank you, honey. Thank you. Um, okay, well, good nice to, good talking, talking to you. you. Yep, you too. Right, same. Thanks. Oh, Cassandra, that was fun. <laughs> Your boss loves you. <laughs> yeah, because I told him I was going to talk to you, and he's like, "That's my wife." <laughs> no, nah, that's awesome. Um, so, what can we what can we help you with, babe? What's your question? Okay, so basically, um, I've been in a relationship for four years with this guy, and um, we were living together for a little bit, and then we got an apartment, and then somehow just things weren't going well. We started arguing and stuff. So it got to the point where I went out to a party, and I got drunk, and I, you know, like, I made out with somebody. Uh, so I basically just, like, cheated on him. And then um, somehow the next morning he found out. I, I, I was planning, obviously, not to tell him. And, like, I know it's, like, bad or whatever, but, like, he found out and then uh we broke up so i ended up moving out of my apartment and then he started uh you know throwing parties and stuff and just doing him which was fine uh but then now that we're back together uh i feel like some i don't know like i feel like it's he is bringing some of the things that i did whenever i was single into this relationship that we're this new relationship that we're trying to create and also he has mentioned to me before that he feels like he may be depressed um so i don't know how to deal with or i don't don't know how to handle being with a depressed boyfriend 
you know, and saying, I don't know so, how to so word it. So the question's <laughs> not about rebuilding trust. It's about him just being depressed? Um, I, from what I'm getting now, from what we, we've spoken, I think so, yes. So basically, so basically you cheated on him. You guys broke up because of it. And while you were single, you did you, he did him. And now you guys are back together. So he's kind of bringing up the shit that you did, like when you were single and he's really depressed over it. And you kind of just want to uh, move forward in the relationship and try to be happy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Not only is he like depressed about, you know, the situation, but he, but he has things going on in his life too that just, you know, add on more to it. So I just don't know how to help him out because I want to do so much, but then if I do so much, I feel like I'll just be pushing him away. What does that mean, do so much? Like, I think about things to do, like, you know, I'm, I want to hug him and tell him all these things, like, I'm here for you, I, I want to, you know, do new things with you, but... I think you I, should I definitely like, say those things, for sure. Yeah, and, like, I, I do tell him, we have, we do communicate very well and stuff, but it's just that he, it's like he keeps going back to the negative things, and yeah. he, I feel, I feel like I'm a big stress in his life. Here's the problem. I don't know. Is, is, is it's very loving that you're concerned, um, and if his depression is at all related to the cheating, you are definitely in the easier position because you're the one who didn't have the trust broken. But without talking to him, I can't really understand what's driving the depression and that's something that needs to be figured out because that would lead to what might be supportive or a solution for that i don't know if there's changes in his life that he needs support around i i don't really know does so, he tell you why he feels depressed yeah i mean he has he you know is having financial issues and stuff and i understand that so i try to help him out in anything that he needs but he is still, you know, depressed about that, and I don't know how to make him feel better. You can't. You can't. You know? That's the thing. I Listen, I grew up around people that have been clinically depressed, and, you know, de it's either, listen, being sad and being depressed are two totally different things, right? Being depressed yeah. is internal. It's something that he just can't shake. No matter, even if he won the lottery tomorrow, it's still going to live inside of him. You know what I mean? So yeah. if he's just sad that he's not, you know, financially stable right now, like I get it. But I think that you should just be a good partner and just reassure him that you're there for him no matter what. And maybe that situation that happened before is not going to happen again. Um, just mm -hmm. let him know that, you know that you have his back this time. That's really all you can do. I mean, I would also support him maybe getting into some therapy, which is him. Yeah, and that's, I have mentioned that to him before, but he, you know, doesn't feel comfortable talking to somebody. And so, like, I'm on Google trying to see things, like how to help him out. And I'm, I push him, like, you know, to go to the gym, do some physical activities, go outside, get some sun. But at the same time, I don't want to push him too yeah. much. Well, you nailed it. I mean, that. the things that tend to help people feel better is socialization, exercise, diet. But if you're depressed, it's hard to have the motivation to go do that. Um, mm -hmm. And a lot of people are uncomfortable with the idea of therapy. Yeah. It can be scary for some people. Um, but again, it sounds like I, I love that you're wanting to help him. And since you're calling, I can only help you. And that means I say to you, you can't take responsibility for curing his depression. And it sounds like you are, and it's understandable because you care about him. You have to make sure that you're getting your needs met still, and you are still taking care of yourself. And all you can really be expected to do is to support him and let him just struggle with where he's at as hard as that is. Yeah, I just it just sucks seeing him like that because I, I feel like it also affects our relationship somehow. It he does. tells me he loves me, but then he tells me he doesn't care for me. I I, I don't know. It's confusing. I know it's very difficult. I mean, are you happy? Yeah, I'm happy, but I just can tell that he's not. Then you have to stay in your happiness because if you weren't happy, then this would be a completely different conversation where you need to let him know that his depression's impacting you and he has to go to therapy and work on that. But if you're happy, I would say focus on what's making you happy. Be supportive of him and um, and just you have to kind of ride it out and hope that he goes and gets some help. And also don't be in denial about your happiness. Like if you're really not happy, sit down and think about it and be like, you know what? I'm not fucking happy. Or you actually are happy. You don't have to just say you're happy because you're in a relationship. I feel like girls do that all the yeah. time. 
but um yeah and don't prioritize his depression that should not be the important central thing in your relationship so don't allow it to take yeah, it. Yeah, I know. I'm trying not to do that and just well, trying listen. to stay positive and help him as much as I can. Good luck with it, that. It's, it's hard. so difficult. It sounds like you're doing all the best you can and like hang in there for now. All right. Thanks, Cassandra. Bye. Thank you. Well, that's the end of our show. It was a good show today. Yes. It was good. It was really fucking good. Um, and do we have a guest coming next week or are we dry again? I like when she calls it dry. We'll have somebody. I Okay. I'm never dry. Excuse you. you. Better know it. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.